0: Thank you. Oh, you can keep yeah, going.
1: Oh, um, when I live off, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It just kind of, kind of keeps doing like the da 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 da. da,
0: da. It does just kind of loop, da, da, dun, and da, then it goes. Yeah, yeah. Hi, welcome to Kino Thirst Podcast. My name is Abigail Kelly. I'm with Paige. Ooh.
1: I'm a bad person. I'm a bad podcast guest cuz I did not mute my phone. You
0: didn't mute your there, phone. There You're go. not even talking in your fucking microphone. I'm sorry. <sighs> oh, Listen. I'm it's trying. been a time. It has been a this time together. Uh, we are both like our vibes match impeccably right now. Like <laughs> We need to take a screenshot for visual aids. <laughs> yeah. I like I I'm so I wish I wish people could see how like dirtbag we look right now um i, <laughs> you... <laughs> I got <laughs> <laughs> well you've got tiny head bear i'm in my robe and hoodie currently um Why are, you, are you cold um i know i'm fucking vibing fam uh great and also if i can be wearing six layers i'm going to be wearing six layers it's also Fair enough that being you know i want to i want to say It is we are in the middle of like a horrendous series of storms right now, as we have been for like three months in San Francisco. Um, And it's it's been
1: bad here, too. It's been it's been it's going to rain all day today and
0: it's gonna rain through
1: tomorrow how are you we,
0: we got crazy winds it's been fucking whimdy it's been it's pretty fucking whimdy yeah huh? i i don't know how we're gonna have any trees left by the end by the time summer comes around <laughs> like literally the tree just in front of my house on the other side of the little courtyard i share with some other neighbors totally uprooted gone oof. gone uh half of our tree snapped off there are trees literally going down everywhere that huge uh storm we had where we like made the news whenever all this stuff um that one uprooted 230 trees in one day oh my one god one of them crashed the top of a munibus oof yeah so that's so that's the vibe today i was like i need to finish reading this book i've got another book i need to read I am starting writing a new book tomorrow. I was like, oh, I'll start today. And then I was like, why the fuck would I start today? That's crazy. I want to be in the zone. So today I was like, I'm going to read, I'm going to be comfy, I'm going to talk to my friend, and I'm going to record a podcast, and I'm going to look like a fucking piece of shit while I do it. Um <laughs> and, and so I but here's the here's the vibe while you have your tiny head bear. I have recently gotten into making myself mixed drinks. Ooh! Look at my fancy drink. That in a looks jar. fancy. Yes. What's that? So, um, yeah.
1: hold on Ooh, asthma
0: Yeah. Clinkety clink. Oh, yeah. Um, V and I recently got into we 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 tried to track down the original recipe for Shirley Temple. Uh, a couple weeks back, and then we had a hankering for you know, Shirley Temples, and um. Sorry. Can you repeat Shurlam that? Shirley Temple. <laughs> and uh, I was like I was like I want one she's like I want one and then V went to the store because she has a car and a license both things that you need to go to places and so she got stuff that's not entirely true and then she made stuff Um, well go places in a car (laughs) it's amazing (laughs) (laughs) Um, so she went and did that and she got it and she got the stuff, which is mostly grenadine and well, we we had a debate because we found two separate recipes for what would be what's the best um Shirley Temple recipe. And one of them is with Sprite and one of them is with ginger-ade. Ginger-ade? ginger aid. Ginger aid? Ginger aid? Ginger ale. Ginger ale. Anyway, back to my Shirley Temple. My Shirley. Mm-hmm. So for my Shirley Temple, I we try to decide we're like, okay, if these are the two recipes, like Which one's best? And one time I, well, I used to love Charlotte Temple so much that one time I asked a bartender to give me extra cherries. And usually that meant that he would, then they would just give me like a couple of like extra cherries at the bottom. Um, Mm -hmm. But this one time, I guess I was so cherubic and persuasive that this person gave me an entire bowl full of maraschino cherries and I ate them Incredible. all when I was three. And then um, oh. I got, we went home and then I ha- did have hives. Um, so, okay. <laughs> and so uh, I didn't Why do that. Why are anything. you
1: allergic to everything? I don't
0: think I'm allergic. To, I think no human being is supposed to eat that many maraschino cherries in one <laughs> sitting. I think that's, and I was very small. My body was like by weight, one third marachino cherries by the end of the day. De- the No, so we were trying to figure this out and we got all the stuff and then we we made them and we discovered that uh, actually it is best with uh, ginger ale, Um, spicy and delicious but i also have just been getting into since we went to disney world i've been getting into making myself uh virgin mixed drinks and um so i don't drink i don't know if i ever said that on the podcast before but i don't drink and i'll just tell you for our drink options when we go to places fucking is pits sometimes like going to adult centered places like bars restaurants things can fucking blow it's like oh you don't you don't drink alcohol do you want a sprite <laughs>
1: And you know, a sprite is delicious, but like it's not a complex
0: beverage. I want a saucy bev, just because I don't drink the alcohol doesn't mean I don't want a saucy bev. So I've been exactly. getting into making saucy bevs, and so this nice. is kind of a bastard ginger ale. Um, that had or not ginger ale. So, well, it is at that, that, but it's a bastard Shirley Temple. I have, um, sprite and ginger ale.
1: Wow. Lemon, grenadine
0: oh, ooh, and a ooh. cherry beautiful that looks delicious it's very pink and refreshing i just ordered some hibiscus syrup ooh. to put in my mixed beds sounds fucking delicious also i just like that they're colorful look how pretty it is it's very gorgeous it's very aesthetic i
1: enjoy I, I enjoy uh uh yeah i don't i don't drink too often I will usually get like maybe like one drink in a social situation. Yeah. Um. Like, uh, there was a couple times where I went over to one of my coworkers' house because they host a weekly game night yeah. or movie night. And speaking to the we microphone, over... page. Sorry, sorry. We um went over for like a Valentine's Day kind of party to uh to play Valentine's movie bingo, and uh the um hostess made these really cute uh, strawberry martinis mm. <laughs> and usually martinis are kind of like on the on the rough bitter side mm-hmm. but this was like super sweet and I was like oh it's delicious but I'm not one to you know have like a, a like a daily beer or cider yeah, or wine or anything like that. not drinker
0: I would say. I'm not I
1: super am not I'm also a lightweight and I don't enjoy that feeling of being drunk. Yeah. So I when I, whenever I do drink, it is usually just like s- sticking to like one cocktail and then going over to to water or you know ginger ale. Yeah. And stuff you like and that. I had
0: some weird non alcoholic beverage in Disney World. You
1: need to recreate the really strange spicy drink. The okay, <sighs> the day, <laughs> the day that we all arrived in Disney oh, World. Fuck. It was nighttime. Um it it was, you know, it was me, Andrew, Abigail, my sister Libby, and my parents. And um family vacation twenty twenty-two. Um we were, you know, traveling all day. Um and (laughs) mostly separately too. So mostly separately. (laughs) 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 We're all coming from different locations. And we meet up at the airport and we have dinner at the hotel that my mom and dad are staying at. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, it was delicious Um, for those Disney people who follow the podcast. It was the uh, restaurant in the wilderness lodge, the one where the, um, waitresses and waiters yell at you. It's, it, it Disney's
0: <laughs> Disney's version of Dick's Last Resort. Like yes, it, I baffling. exactly. I tried to explain the concept to my brother, and he was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Bitch, I don't know." Because it's because it's fun. <laughs> I find this so hilarious that like we're going to talk about a book. Don't you even trip about it? But like, first of all, I want to address the fact that you, my most non-confrontational, please don't look at me like in a crowd, friend. My, my beloved, my beloved theater freak, you are like, yes, let me go to a restaurant where they will take my stuff and call me out in front of the entire restaurant. Like, I like, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just surprised. I
1: have, I have the reason why I don't didn't mind it is because I knew in the back of my mind no one's safe. <laughs> That's if true. I'm gonna if I'm gonna singularly get called out, then yes, I will get embarrassed. <laughs> that time Carlo Red yelled at me.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, oh, oh I've got the evidence. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but like no one, no literally no one is safe in that restaurant.
0: No. Well it's funny too because like I don't mind. Like I, I work in customer service. So when they came up to me and started like playing around with me. I just kind of stared into their eyes. I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Is this what you're going to do? Okay. You can, you can try for sure. My capacity for humiliation is limitless. You can't hurt me. Um, because of who I am as a person, (laughs) Um, I will throw fisticuffs friends. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that was wild. And so we got these crazy ass drinks and they were like on the non-alcoholic beverage thing. And, and it was spicy. We had to for... show our IDs to get the non-alcoholic beverage, which was yeah. I wild. don't know what was up with that. That was strange I, I never i, I wonder the, if it's because it had bitters in it which technically have alcohol but like not oh maybe but no more not than like, like enough to like even feel anything No more than vanilla extract does i don't know it's yeah. very strange um but yeah it was it was it had jalapeno on it and it tasted like pool water but spicy and it was wild it
1: was spicy for two different reasons part of it was spicy because of the jalapeno extract yeah. or syrup or whatever is in that yeah. beverage. The other reason why it was spicy was because it was with, made with, like, Florida swamp tap water. nasty, bro. Which was It wasn't vile. even
0: Hetchy. They wish they could have our Hetchy. They wish they could have Hetchy. They can't even I have to Hetchy. hetchy.
1: I, gotta put, I gotta put my L.A. top water through, through a the a
0: filter. Weak. No love
1: Brita. Weak.
0: It's um, so good. Yeah, so I've been getting it in mixed drinks they are fun nice. um and that one's very tasty and i also have one at the ritz carlton recently yes i did go to the ritz carlton did Whoa. you know that we have a ritz carlton in san francisco i did not i did i yeah. did not i didn't know how close we lived to it Paige. it's close it's quite <laughs> close to where we used to, we spent like a year of our lives um yes so Paige and i used to live on sutter uh, it's where mm. we met and had many fruitful happenings. Um, our first year of of art school, and we lived in the same dorm, not together, but like in the same domicile. And that was nine years ago. I fucking don't even. I can't. I can't. I, I've only just reconciled the fact that it's my ten year high school re- reunion. I can't reconcile that. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It is. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so we lived. We lived in the Commodore, which is an old merchant's hotel. That was converted into, uh, shall we say, ramshackle. (laughs) Slightly ramshackle. Better than most people got, but definitely not super ideal um dorm rooms. You know, the the structure
1: was was not ideal in an in a normal living situation. However it was
0: pretty choice though. For dorms it oh, was real it was nice. Choice. We all we had got our own bathroom. Bathroom yes <laughs> Do <Did> we have <laughs> kitchen services or anywhere? No, we had a microwave in the one we had one microwave in the whole oh, building. Oh yeah, one microwave. But I did but get we to did possess. have a walk nice. in closet. That was nice. Massive walk-in closets. Um cheapest carpet known to man um great windows great windows as long as you were facing not an alleyway which i was i was facing an alleyway i was also facing an alleyway (laughs) 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 but but uh it's it's so that's where we met um and it's there's a ritz carlton on like pine which i didn't know uh, um which i you know I went up to Pine if it's a very, very steep hill. It's one of those hills in San Francisco that like goes from zero to sixty in like a minute. Yeah. Um and it's literally intersects with Sutter like two blocks down or three blocks down from where we lived. Yep. And there is just out of fucking nowhere, in the middle of a nowhere area, really. Pine's not special. Um it, you know, there was once a hospital there and that's about it. It's Otherwise, it's just houses and small businesses and stuff and, you know, liquor stores and whatever. There's just this fucking Parthenon. There's this huge, like, hotel, this massive classical like, Greek neoclassical building. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? So I went there to meet my aunt for, for dinner. Um, because she was staying there. She's like, hey, do you like want to meet me? I'm sorry. It's like all the way across town. And I'm like, where are you? She's like, I'm at the Ritz. And I was like, I'll be there in 20 minutes. Um <laughs> don't worry about it. Um and anyway, I had a very interesting dinner. I had a $30 salad that had no protein in it, which was wild. yeah um, but that's the Ritz, baby. But I had a not delicious. Even like a,
1: not even like a salmon
0: option. Not even a salmon. I'm sure I could have asked for it, but then it would have been like 60 bucks and I wasn't gonna do that. Not that Ew. I was paying, but like, you know. I'm, yeah, but like,
1: I mean, no one wants to like upcharge $30 on a fucking salad. Yeah, and
0: I was like, I'm fine with this. Oh, it was it was a good salad. It was a good salad.
1: What kind what it was, what was a Caesar? It? Okay.
0: It had one of those, It's hard to fuck up
1: a Caesar. And like, like a good Caesar is good.
0: It had one of them Ooh. big ones. And then it had like you could see the you could see the the uh you know, little fish babies that were kind of mashed into it. All right, all right. Not as good as the rotunda though. The rotunda
1: had a pretty good Caesar salad. The best salmon
0: I ever had in my life. It's really good. Anyway, that's, that's cool. my that's my drink journey. Um, hey, you want to talk yeah. about books? Yeah, let's talk about books. Fuck I off! Mean... We're not talking about books. You know what we're gonna talk about today? God, <laughs> what? <laughs> abigail when she was 13 years old oh. is it deep? it's, time. Oh
1: it's time
0: and let me we tell you we finally got here the journey profound I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> i i uh, i was trying to get in the headspace that i was in when i was 13 which i'm not gonna get deep into it fam but let me tell you it was a bad headspace to be in when I was thirteen. I was in yeah. a wild situation when I was thirteen. Uh, not good. Big divorce Mm-mm. family vibes, um, mm-hmm. and um, I had also this was this re- really represents the peak, the peak of of my like ramp up to reading. Right, it started at just after I turned thirteen. Basically, um, I read uh ally carter's i tell you i love you but then i'd have to kill you and then mm-hmm. i read twilight um mm-hmm. and then significant yes yeah, significant milestones um i read just after that it was like i read everything i read everything literally everything i could get my hands on i read everything on my brother's bookshelf including like all of fucking orwell's books and, <laughs> and like i literally i just grabbed whatever <laughs> i could um and then uh i was writing fan fiction a lot at this time i started writing my first novel that november for Nana I'm just, I'm just picturing thirteen year old
1: you reading like 1984, yeah. being like, mm.
0: it's pretty, you know, it's fine, but it's, I, it's not, my, it's not my favorite. I read that. It's no Twilight. It, certainly, it's. He wish it was Stephanie Meyer. Um, <laughs> I read that and Animal Farm, and then, uh, God, uh, Huxley's book, the other one, the other one. Ah, oh, the one that's always up there with 1984. I'm blanking. Brave New World. I read a Brave New World. I'm. I actually really liked a Brave New World. That book fucked me up. Um, and I read all of those like probably in a week. Right? Like I was just Some, like, yeah, that checks out. All credit to my brother. He was like 17 at the time, and he was just like hey, you know, if you ever want to read something, I want you reading. So, like, take whatever the fuck you want from my bookshelf. So I did. Um, my brother was my library. And then I went and checked out things from my my middle school library, which wasn't, shall we say, the deepest. Well, uh, wow. not a whole lot going on in Oakley. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, at this point, I had done all of that. We are into the summer months. Um, I... I received a gift card, Amazon gift card, and I made my first online purchase of my life. No, that's not true. I ordered a thing on on eBay when I was like 10 with what money I don't know, but I did. I bought a, a, a jar of fairy powder which to make a wish. Oh, and my brother thought I was a fucking idiot for doing it. My mom was like, "Let it go." And
1: That's Can I tell a little side story yeah. real quick? Um, there was uh, a field trip that I did in uh, my senior year of high school. Um, and Are you we talk went... about the,
0: the, fairy, the fairy kiss and the wish on yes. your face? Yeah, okay. Yes. Go
1: ahead. Um, and we went to a few different museums, and then uh, at the end of the field trip, our teachers took us to the wharf, and they were like, be free! Youngins! Uh, and me and my friends, including V, because I've Known V for like forever, uh, <laughs> we uh, kind of just you know got got our little crab sammies and and then we like walked along the wharf and then we went and explored and we found this little shop that sells like fairy dust and, and like those like uh, ugly shirts similar to the rainforest cafe shirts. Hey, ugly! Yes, <sighs> majestically ugly. <laughs> and and the, <laughs> and the person running the shop was like do you guys want a wish and we're like huh and and it was it was like a little a little stamp that he dipped into glitter and then he's like make a wish and as you make your wish you get a little a little stamp on this on your cheek and it was like either like a butterfly or a star or like a fairy or you know something like that and it was beautiful and magical and i loved it and i know it's meant for kids
0: But we were rocking it at 17 years old. It's it's meant for kids and those young at heart. You're never too old for glitter. That's what I say. Exactly. Um... But yes. But yes. Okay. So, Sorry to derail. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. Oh, uh, online purchases. Yeah. Okay, yes. <laughs> so this is my first Amazon purchase, I should say. Right. Um And I received a gift card for my birthday or something. I don't remember exactly when. It probably would have been slightly before my birthday. I don't remember. Maybe Christmas? I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Easter? Uh, Easter? Whatever it, whatever it was. I was cruising on fanfic.net and i was probably honestly i was probably looking at my own profile on um, (laughs) fanfic.net to look at my like review numbers or something like that because i was obsessed with that your girl has always needed validation friends um Mm -hmm. so i was looking and what it used to be was if you went to fanfic.net and you looked at somebody's profile there would be a big square advertisement on the right hand side of the screen um and usually that was just whatever the fuck got advertised before Cookie started tracking everything we did. Um, And for this time, for what reason? I don't know. What could have possibly prompted this? Who can say? But I look at it and I see this man. Hey, There he he is. is This cover for this book, and this is Kiss of a Demon King by Cressley Cole. And I believe it even had like it might have been like one of those gifts that just like has like barely any movement um but i I remember that it had the blurb on it which is the the blurb on the back of this book is literally like two sentences so it's not even a real blurb um a tagline uh it was uh his obsession her downfall they were never supposed to want each other this much. Um, and it's just a dude in the background, shirtless and chained. It's just a guy. With a sword kind of held up behind his head and he's looking over his uh-huh. shoulder. And and I said, fucking sold, bitch. And I clicked the link and I and I and it sent me to Amazon. And I said, yes, I would like to purchase this book. And I put in my gift card details. And like three days later... A book was delivered to my door. Amazing. How about that? That That's new. Never had that happen before. Um, And then I proceeded to read it cover to fucking cover. And i i try to think the trajectory of my life. You know, I was thinking the other night, seeing about how there are moments where you can really pinpoint where things changed for you. Or like yes. you the path you could have taken and you didn't or oh, well, yes. you did. Yes. Um like I was thinking about the other night how just before I got the job at, at my old bookshop, how I was this close, this close to accepting um, a pretty hefty uh scholarship to go to Smith College on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I literally had the interview for that the same day that I had my interview for the bookshop. So uh I was thinking about that and I was thinking about how wow it's like I can literally like that's a really clear moment where I chose to not do that and instead chose to work at the bookstore. There's, like, there's a super clear moment where things were different for me, where, like, if I had chosen to do that, I probably would not be talking to you listeners today. I probably wouldn't be doing this today. I would have gotten a creative writing degree at Smith, and Lord knows what I would have done with that. Or, you know, who the fuck? I don't know. Who's to say? Um... And instead, I chose to drop out of college and start a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It was was a great choice. Uh, No, but but, so there's these moments, right, where things are super clear. And so looking at this moment where I clicked on this Amazon ad, right, I was 13 years old, reckless with my money. And I was like, yes, I'm going to buy this. I have no frame of reference, which honestly... I've always been who I am. I don't look at reviews. I don't do research for books that I think look good. I just buy. Um, <laughs> and I have not changed uh, one bit. I know. And so I did that and I read this book and the trajectory of my life was totally different afterwards. Um, and you might say, oh, like, yeah, books have affected me like that, too, Abigail. I've read a book that like changed my life or whatever. <sighs> I, I highly doubt they were like this one this was
1: particularly significant this
0: one was potent this is a potent, <laughs> this is a potent novel um, because of all of Cressley Cole's novels now after this point in the uh, Immortals After Dark series these books get quite dark um, she kind of every once in a while she'll do one that's more slightly less like high drama um, but a lot of them get really really dark after this point um, and man i'll just tell you this whole fucking book is based on edging and sexual torture this whole fucking book every bit of it every (sighs) fucking bit of it um and it and it's and it's great it's a good book it's cressley cole loves a completely fucking unlikable character and normally that unlikable character is the uh hero of the book Mm -hmm. let's just face that that just is it they're, they're just, save for basically Sebastian and Gareth, they're all fucking terrible people. All the men are fucking awful. We just did, uh, the we one haven't had a lot of winners. <laughs> Not a lot of winners. <laughs> they, they managed to kind of pull it out in the end, but they're terrible up to about 75%. And this one is, yes, he is, he is terrible in his own unique ways and he does make bad choices um but the script is flipped a little bit because um it's the the heroine who is the one who is objectively terrible oh no and i love her for it she sabine flipped. sabine whatever i think it's sabine. sabine i think it's sabine because like of the way that certain characters uh shorten her name um she is a huge fucking bitch and i love a bitch i do <laughs> i do i love a catty little bitch um because i because man yeah sometimes that's what you gotta be man sometimes that's more satisfying
1: to uh to read
0: yeah like i lo- don't get me wrong of course i love a soft heroine. obviously i write them as, as well as the right bitches. But like I sometimes you just want somebody who who and I feel like a lot of times this is bundled with like, oh, and also they're like a badass soldier and like all this stuff. It's like they don't necessarily have to be that way. Like you can have a bitch who also just like really likes heels and shit. Right. Like that's fine. Sure. I think that people are afraid of playing into a stereotype. But that also then plays into the opposite stereotype is that only mask women can be can be bitches right and that has right. its own baggage um so i I like a variety of bitches give me all the shades of bitchdom you can have many many a different bitch i love me all my bitches i love them <laughs> can you make that into um merch? Make some merch i love me all my bitches i love me all my bitches as i sit for my <laughs> my bastard shirley temple um <laughs> delicious um so sabine is (laughs) sabine sucks and i love her for it she's fully self-aware she knows what she's doing and she's a cold-hearted bitch and it's it's just so good um so if you recall uh the book we did last um not the book we did Mm -hmm. last the one just before that um we had a run we had a run of bad men (laughs) that was Groot right no that was Groot was the evil (laughs) no I mean like that
1: was the book that we talked about not the last one that we talked about but the one before that one was the one that that had Groot in it yes I don't want Groot to be any part of he does not deserve a romance at all put him him away he's dead
0: so it's fine it's fine um yeah, no, he was uh so Kadian was was a rage demon who found his mate in Holly Ashwin, who was mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. presumably human mathematician mm-hmm. who turns out mm-hmm. to be a Valkyrie mm-hmm. um and who mm-hmm. is destined mm-hmm. to be the vessel and that means that she is going to be impregnated and mm-hmm. the give birth to the ultimate warrior and that mm-hmm. is either going to be a warrior of ultimate good or a warrior of ultimate bad depending mm-hmm. on the taste of the male seed. I can mm-hmm. only presume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the lines there mm. uh, the the flavor uh the consistency the of the seed um please uh so <laughs> that was that was Apple. that one was fucking rough because Kadian had, had almost no redeeming qualities uh and he no. uh, fully planned to give her up to be raped by this uh evil wizard um and then he was like don't Ugh. worry I'll, i've i've planned to come back for her and uh, he only decides that like the last third of the book that he's going to come back for and not just leave her to be raped. Um, and that's great. That's gr- 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 great. Right. <laughs> she holds up to scrutiny. Um, so this book, Kiss of Deep King follows his brother, Rydstrom, who he, Cadian's story is that he was trying to get the sword to kill this man called Omort literally means like deathless one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, mort cannot die. Oh, mort. Um, And this evil sorcerer has held their, uh, their, their kingdom of Rothklina, um, which is on, like, an alternate plane. There's a lot of that in these books. Um, he stole it from them. He took over a couple, like, a thousand years ago. And, uh... It was Cadian's fault, he believes, or both Rydstrom, who was the king, and Cadian, his little brother, believe that because Rydstrom didn't help during the invasion. He, he said no, because he wanted to protect the family that had adopted him, and they ended up dying. It was terrible. Um, so he's on a quest to get a sword that can kill this guy, which is why he's gonna trade Holly. Okay, that's his story. Well, Rydstrom, the guy whose sword is for, the king mm-hmm. of this place that has been taken over. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is known as from the Good. Oh. And he is notoriously stodgy and upright. Good and honorable man. He is a rage demon. He's got horns. He's like seven oh. feet tall. He's hot as shit. He's got a oh. big old scar on his face. Oh. Um, and he is known as the king without a crown. And he's, he's, he's known as a, as a very good man, which is almost an insult in this world because everyone's kind of terrible. <laughs>
1: and look at him being all good
0: over there with his morals that guy um and so the basically the the plot revolves around uh he's trying to get his his kingdom back he discovers that he can get the sword but he needs his brother to do it for him so it's his story's happening simultaneously as holly and kadian's story is happening Mm -hmm. So while Mm -hmm. Cadian is on this crazy ass fucked up quest to give up his fated lady uh, to this fucking Groot, Groot, um, the metallurgist, if you recall. That guy sucks so (laughs) bad. He sucks so bad. Um, And while he's doing that, Rysstrom is having his own issues. And those are mainly that he has been captured by an evil sorceress and is being held for sexual torture in a dungeon in his Whoa. own kingdom. In, the, in his own kingdom? Yeah, it's, it's really quite insulting. Oh, <laughs> yeah. poor guy. Yeah, poor dude. So he's rushing to, uh, to meet up with Kadian. To kind of, at the time that that this all kicks off, Kadian has rescues Holly in the beginning of his book. They're on their way to meet Rydstrom, and Rydstrom never shows up. Um, And it's well because Rydstrom got intercepted on his way to meet them. And Rydstrom, uh, done done did crash his car because he saw a sexy hot lady standing in the street, which is always a trap. If a sexy hot lady is standing in the street, like don't fucking stop. You plow through her. <laughs> life tips for me too literally and
1: figuratively
0: mm-hmm.
1: depending on how that situation goes it just like
0: sucked on, a, on the lemon mm, that was, a tort. was that good? I mean it wasn't bad but it was very lemony <laughs> okay so that's the beginning of this book Um, what you should know about Sabine two things one she is a sorcery or sorcery. I I feel like if you say sorcery, though, without being able to see what the word is spelled like, you'd, you'd hear it as sorcery, which is a word that we know. It's mm-hmm. not spelled that way. It's spelled with an I at the end. Um, I see. They are essentially, they're uh, Cressie Cole's own thing. She said, what if witches, but I made them hotter? Yeah. All right. I'm, if I made them all extremely slutty, which which is in her universe are already very slutty, so this is quite something. This is this is a slut of another <laughs> a slut of another slutty color. Um, I know. and I love that. So basically, what they are they they are typically known as being like not very scrupulous, and they wear like super skimpy clothes. Um, they can do magic and stuff, but they can only do like what their powers are like they can't do necessarily spells but they can do like okay. you know if you're if your talent is to make yourself invisible then you can make yourself and probably others invisible but you can't like yeah okay. i don't know levitate shit right um the thing that's different between the sorcery and witches is that um the sorcery they can steal each other's powers Oh, and this usually happens. Here's what's fucked up, fam. This usually happens after you've slept with somebody. So like, it's a plot point that her sister, who has this really enormously powerful thing, uh, skill, talent, power, powerful power, mm-hmm. um. Yeah she is a huge slut and she sleeps with everybody and she keeps having her powers stolen because she sleeps with these men who steal her powers no. and so Sabine is always there to like protect her sister and so but like she, this just keeps happening to her and it's just like God. really embarrassing <laughs> she like comes home in the morning yeah, like, and Sabine's again, like huh?
1: hey and she's like well <laughs> i can't levitate anymore what can i tell and then you Sabine had goes, a good time I, though well
0: that's what they do though is so it happens she goes all right well i guess we got to go shopping and then they hunt down another sorcerer to steal <laughs> her powers Ah! It's they're ruthless and fantastic and they wear these like huge headdresses and they worship gold and they always wear like chokers and breastplates and shit okay. but like micro oh. mini skirts. Gressley Cole loves a micro mini. She loves lingerie. Like they're all wearing thongs all the time and they're all wearing like thigh-high <sighs> boots and like she has a very specific brand of what I think Cressy Cole deems sexy, and it's hilarious to me, because, like, it's so very clear. Um, and so very, I would call it mm, early 2000s Paris Hilton chic. Yes, I
1: was thinking Paris Hilton, Jessica Alba. Mesh
0: bandos, micro Micromini. Micro Song. If you squint, it's not even there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a belt, baby. Um, <laughs> good times. It's a great aesthetic, and it's so very cressly Cole. It's truly, truly gorgeous. Um, I I support it, frankly. Yeah, I, I support the aesthetic. Um, physically wearing it sounds like uncomfortable. Just in the like actual on my body, I don't know how like how I could move. You know,
1: it's a it's a fine mental image to project, mm-hmm. but the actual practicality of those outfits is. Slim to none. Slim to
0: none. And you know what's fucked up is that is actually, like, mentioned several times. Like, because (laughs) a lot of these women are, like, warriors or, like, they go on these huge quests or they end up, like, having to trek through the desert or something and they're, like, wearing stiletto boots and that's bad. It's a bad thing. Um, (laughs) So so that's who Sabine is. She's known as a legendary beauty. She's gorgeous. She's known as the biggest bitch in town. Fantastic. Um, She's also, like... I don't know. It's She tells people pretty freely, like, what her deal is, but Rydstrom doesn't know this thing about her, which I find interesting. Like, literally, mm-hmm. the book opens with her telling just, like, a bunch of humans in an asylum her story. Um but, like, he doesn't know it, which I, I don't know. It just seemed weird. It just seemed like if she's willing to tell them, she'd probably tell anybody, but I, whatever. Um, but she has died many, 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 many times. Like, over a dozen times she's died. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually defending her sister growing up because they grew up orphans after some shenanigans, which is mostly addressed in her sister's book. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, she's died many times. She has her throat slit. She was buried alive. She's been drowned. She's had her head cracked open. She's been murdered many times. And Rough uh before she hit immortality so she her sister whose ability is persuasion um she literally with the power of her voice says heal stay alive get like come back to life and she is forced to um and then she Oof. hits immortality um, but like all the scars and stuff that she got from having her throat slit and what all um remain oh yeah and also just like mentally she's a little a little fucked up
1: um uh, I, I mean like i can't blame her something like that sounds like uh sounds like it would mess with you
0: pretty bad so the situation she finds herself in currently is that she is prophesied to give birth to the uh heir of the throne to the throth (sighs) and become rydstrom's (laughs) match. um and become queen of Rathkalina. um and that's that's fine and dandy for her because she wants power except power that the person who controls Rathkalina right now is not Redstrom, obviously that is her half brother Omort. um and that's bad because Omort is he was previously he was the he was the result of the last vessel So, yes, yes. So he was a child born to a vessel who was their mother um, by an evil wizard. Mm -hmm. And so he is a warrior for ultimate evil. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not great. Mm -hmm. Again, his name is Elmort. This shouldn't seem like a stretch. Um, No. And so he uh, is bad. (laughs) He's a bad guy. (laughs) Not least of all, because he is in love with her. (laughs) (sighs) yeah that's icky it's icky that's that's real gross and i don't like it uh and she knows it and um she would prefer not to be the center of his whole attention the only thing that has kept him from like preying on her is uh that she has called sanctuary on her body which means that um if a sorcery um says that uh i am going to maintain my virginity then no one can can break that covenant unless she decides to. Oh. So uh, it's, like well, a sacred, it's like a sacred thing. But also because he knows of this prophecy and he wants her to have this baby, not because he wants Rydstrom to touch her. He fucking hates that. Um, mm-hmm. But because he wants control of the heir. Um, and so uh, he's like, okay, like to, to maintain the legitimacy so everyone knows that this heir is Rydstrom's, I'm going to let you keep this sanctuary on your body, and I'm not going to attack you. Oh. Uh, yeah, very gregarious of him. How, how kind. Yes. He is also, at the same time, holding her and her sister hostage because he has oh. been, for hundreds of years, poisoning them with a poison called morsis where if they do not have it, the withdrawal kills them. Great. So there's a lot going That's- on with oh. Sabine, I would say. Ooh. And also on top oh, of all of this, she is known as the Queen of Illusions, and she is massively powerful. She can make you see anything. Um, she's also just kick-ass, and she can talk to animals, which is a power she didn't want, but her sister gave to her one day after <laughs> after going out to find other powers. It was what? just like, I don't need this. Here you go.
1: I don't know if that's. I mean, it sounds. It could be. I mean, like frankly, I would find that convenient because one of my cats has been a little kitty miss meow meow recently and i don't know what she wants well
0: here's the deal it's literally addressed she's like it's not that it's a bad thing it's just that whenever you need them around they're never around to talk to (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah that sounds like animals it's like show up Mm -hmm. hey real quick um you should check your phone
1: the fuck did you send me on instagram
0: (sighs) Please. <laughs> hey, you want to you want to say what it was? What? Say it.
1: I don't like it. Say it,
0: bitch.
1: I don't like it. It's okay. It's <laughs> fucking stone cold Steve Austin in a milk. Commercial, like you know, that I got milk where they all have milk mustaches, and the caption is, I may be low in income, but I'll never be low in income.
0: <laughs> I fucking hate you. I have uh... <laughs> so good. I hate you. So good at that. You're welcome. Also, my boss emailed me. That's what you get for um, having a pee break. So. <sighs> or was I? Oh, right. She's Queen of Illusions. that what I yes, she that? is Queen
1: of Illusions.
0: Yeah, so basically, you can see where this is headed, right? Like S- Sabine is is both does not like Omar but works for Omar sort of. He's obsessed with her, so she has the most power in this court. Everyone else mm-hmm. is fully disposable. Um mm-hmm. however, she needs to be knocked up by Rydstrom, Um and she doesn't give a fuck about him at all. Why no. would she? Um And they they belong on, like, opposite sides of this, like, big immortal divide, which is, like, the Mm -hmm. good versus the evil, Mm -hmm. which is kind of what Nyx is trying to do over all of the books. She's trying to, like, gather her army on the side of the good. Um, So she sets out to capture him once they find out that he is looking for the sword that might be able to kill Omar, which is the only thing that has ever killed Omar. He is fully insane and he kind of wants to die, but he's a narcissist so he's like, actually, I don't want to die, but I kind of do want to die, <laughs> which is like kind of why he loves Sabine so much, because he's like, I love that you know what death is like. <laughs> it's real weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's like also in an active relationship with their other half-sister um, and or at least his half-sister. Well, I guess they're all no his half-sister Put because they share a father i yeah. don't like because it because she it away. looks a little bit like sabine yeah Ew. it's fucked up her name's hataya and um she's she's a bitch um but there, it's it's there's a lot going on there's a lot of pressures going on hi tiny head bear um so she needs to capture rydstrom obviously she hopes that she won't have to capture him she attempts to seduce him first by standing out in the middle of the road and um Pretending to be a damsel in distress, which is what she thinks that this man, who's known for his goodness and his honor, will want, and he does mm-hmm. come to her rescue after he crashes his car. Um, All right, and he's he's he. Before this, he's so brooding about like, oh, uh, I've I haven't found my my faded female, even though I've. um been alive for 1500 years this fucking blows um why have i not you know i should be with he thinks that he should be with like a demoness that's the only people he's ever attempted which is means that he has slept with them in the hope that they will be his fated mate none of them have been he's a bit of an idiot it's like hey if you've slept with literally hundreds of female demons and not one of them has ever made you feel anything um maybe don't sleep with female demons anymore maybe you need to branch out just an option just yeah, he doesn't. He also is very confused about his sexual proclivities, which is oh. an interesting angle to this. Um, so uh, Sabine kind of lures him into her trap and her sister, who can open portals and shit too, um, opens a portal and they capture him and they are—he he's transported to this dungeon wherein he is restrained no. and, and sexually tortured over the course of three oh. days oh um she is trying to get but does he it. like it he he does and he's pissed about it um <laughs> and he keeps like trying to give her chances she's like you know like we could escape together and like we just, she's like why the fuck would i do that why the fuck would i do that <laughs> and it's like just an option yeah but she's like i first of all he doesn't know that she's being actively poisoned and if she doesn't get the poison she'll die um but also, she's like, I don't know you. I don't trust you. I trust only one person in my entire life, and that's my sister. Um, and, like, he, she, she also takes it as a personal affront that he's resisting her. <laughs> um, she does give him a chance. She tries to seduce him with as much consent <laughs> as she can at first. And then he continues to say no. And she's like, well then fuck you, I guess. So he ends up chained to a bed. Um, and she basically, what she needs though, she does need his consent because she needs to have his vow of marriage before they conceive the child. Because mm-hmm. if they don't have that, the the kid won't be legitimate in the eyes of the um, citizens that, you know, they're trying to rule over. Mm-hmm. Um, so he has to consent, but she has to torture him into consenting, basically, um, which is not consent. But That's very dubious. This is what, this is what we're like working with, home. fam. He's into it, but he hates that he's into it. Um, he denies that she's his for a while. And then finally he's like, oh... No, you're definitely mine. Because there's undeniable proof that there that this is your person you're supposed to be with. Yes. And that is that you can come for the first time in your life. Now, that doesn't mean orgasm. He can orgasm. He just can't unleash his demon seed unless it's inside of his faded female or whomstever for the first mm. time. That's what Cressley Cole has done with her mythology. That's what we gotta just deal with That is
1: such an interesting choice of hers. I, I do have to say.
0: Yeah, she likes to make like uh, the ability to ejaculate like the thing um, which I guess demons are lucky because at least they're not vampires because vampires can't even orgasm. none of their shits works until they meet their person. I' um, know what that would be like. Probably pretty nice. Actually, like they seem very focused, you know, on drinking <laughs> until blood until their mate comes along. <laughs> until and then their focus changes. I would say. Fair enough. Hmm. Try to get my cherry. Um. Get that cherry. Yeah. So basically, this whole book centers around edging. That's what I said earlier, and that's it, That's that's what it is. Because she has to basically, she's denying him his orgasm. Over and over and over again. And he's like a rage demon. So he's like also getting like progressively more unhinged yeah. as this is happening. Um, and he's just He's being humiliated. Like he also is like sort of falling in love with her at this time because he like literally can't help it. Um, And she's going off like and dealing with Omort at the same time, who is actively threatening her, who's like appearing in her bedroom and shit uh, because he's he knows what's happening with Rydstrom, right? And he hates that because Omort is jealous too because he wants her right um so he's becoming more threatening towards her as this thing is happening and also she knows that as soon as she has sex with him omor is going to see that as free range open season because the the sanctuary on her body will no longer exist right um fucked up fam a lot of fucked up things happening in this book so they finally (laughs) He finally bows and he says, fine, I'll give you my vow. And he gives it in demonish, which she does not know. And the best part of this fucking book is that he does not give her his wedding vows. What he does (gasps) is he vows to get revenge on her Um, (laughs) and also to never let her go. <gasps> um yeah. So she's like, "Great, we're married. Now we can have sex." And they do, and it's fucking terrible for her because Oh no. He like it just he doesn't realize she's a virgin. He's a big old man's like a lot of things he doesn't he's like in a shall we say a state after 3 days of this. He doesn't go slow and like it hurts her real bad and she gets really fucking pissed off at him and she like headbutts Aww. him and then slaps him and then leaves. Um oh yes and it's actually i really liked that because it was like yeah man it would yeah <laughs> yeah She she's so pissed she's like i waited fucking 500 years for this it sucks um but at that point at that point Rydstrom. uh manages to escape with the help of our friend lothair enemy of old the unhinged vampire king of king of vampires um who one day will get to his book and his book is well, shall we say more complicated than this one? Which every
1: time I think Cressley Cole like r- reaches her maximum,
0: uh, complicated um, uh, plots, it just you just keep surprising me. That one me. involves a serial killer goddess trapped in the body of a uh, hillbilly teen. <laughs> who becomes his mate yeah and who kills a Oops. bunch of people and then gets put on death row and then just as uh she's um about to be injected with lethal injection he because he's just like let her be in jail this whole time just to as like basically keep her on ice until he's ready to to collect his mate who he believes is the goddess that is trapped in her body and not the girl herself um he rescues her from from uh the lethal injection <clears throat> yeah Cressley Cole. Mm-hmm. That one's tough the, because the, it's technically whole, a love triangle. fucked The up. Cressley
1: Cole hole deepens.
0: The Cressley Cole hole is endless.
1: It's endless and
0: Lightstone she's cool the, boss. she's the queen of <laughs> dubious <laughs> consent and complicated situations. That's, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's what she's known for. And <laughs> shitty heroes who you kind of love, but like you're also like fuck, you oh, just are terrible. They're all bad. <laughs> they're all, well, not all of them, <laughs> not, uh, but like most of them are bad. Bastion and Gareth. That's pretty much all we yeah. got. Even Rydstrom. So Rydstrom basically, he's known as this like really really good guy, and he is, but he's also a fucking hypocrite because he. Basically never gives her time to explain. He always thinks the worst of her, which even when she's just like, listen, I know I've lied to you a lot, but like I'm honest about the fact that I'm always lying to you. Like I don't know what you expect from me. And he's constantly saying, like, well, I'm gonna change you, I'm gonna make you something better. And yeah, which is fucked up. Um and uh No Also he then he then is like, You did all this stuff to me. Well then I'm gonna do all this stuff to you. And it's it's like, well, then you have no fucking leg to stand on. Do I think that you're wrong for doing that? Not necessarily. But also, you can't fucking be on your high horse if you're saying that you're going to do this exact same thing to her. Um, which he does when he escapes. He, he kidnaps her as well. Uh, <sighs> and they go on this, like, road trip through this shitty desert. Um, it ends up as a road trip romance? Kind of, yeah there's a section of the book it's not All very right. long but it's it's they basically like he takes out his three days which he shortens to two days because he can't stand it um of revenge on her where he you know tortures her sexually and like denies her orgasms and stuff and he also forces her to learn how to swim um yeah it's just a sidebar <laughs> <mark. laughs> and, and that then, would be torture it would yeah, be it would be it would be torture and he like throws away her gold headdress and, and stuff no! not realizing that like she literally worships gold and also it's like the sorcery wear all this stuff all this gold and metal and stuff because they are physically like the weakest of all of the people in the lore so they actually are wearing armor um and they'd like to pr- they wear headdresses to protect their heads they wear chokers to protect their necks and so not only do they worship gold but also this is like a very functional purpose and so he like just tosses it in the water um and she like starts crying <laughs> and he and it's really it really like it's actually kind of a heartbreaking scene And it's kind of skipped over but i was like fuck that sucks um but man chrisley cole i know i know it's every
1: every single time it's every single time i'm sure that these are very like fun to read and i'm sure it's hot and steamy and interesting and the lore is is cool and all Mm -hmm. that but man literally all literally all
0: couples they're bad they're bad it's bad. Yeah, there's only a couple that I'm like, well, this is this is okay. Pretty much, it's just Bastion, honestly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love I love them. They they do no wrong. Um, yes. So they go on this road trip, and by the end of it, he's he's basically she's she thinks that she's his wife, by the way, and also his queen. So she's like, I can't believe you treat me this way. And he's like, Nah, don't worry about it. You're not that. <laughs> you know, hasn't hasn't told her, but that's fine. Um, and she's also on a strict time limit. And he's keeping her literally captive this whole time. Like, he is, has her, like, her back, her her hands are tied behind her back this whole time. Um, he has been sexually torturing her for days as they've Wait, been going through. With cuffs or with a rope? With a rope that he has made into, like, cuffs, basically. Okay. Okay. Um, like, he's done that, like, loopy thing where you can, like, tie it enough to make it into cuffs. Oh, um, yes. I do yes. know that. Um, and uh, they eventually encounter a bunch of refugees who are his own people who they are quite happy to, to see. He's quite happy to see. Um, they're quite happy to see him. Obviously, he's their, like, lost king. Right? <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck are you doing with this bitch? Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, she's my sex slave. Oh, God. <laughs> Which is not wrong, actually. Um, but he doesn't want to tell them that she's... she's uh technically his his fated female not his queen not his queen uh cuz he didn't actually marry her um but that's that's fine um and they end up like there's like a whole there's a whole bit where she basically uh he, she is kept prisoner there while he's like trying to help these people and then also like they're trying to find these people who can open a portal to get to earth Mm -hmm. um because he wants to take her there to his house so he can finally earn her love like he gets on this like quest where he's like we're gonna be together she fucking hates me and i can't trust her um but i can't let her go because then she'll run and if she runs and i won't have her and that's i can't i I can't handle that um so stressful it's very stressful and he's also just like you know, this is one of those times where it's like, well, yeah, clearly he can't just be like, okay, now we're gonna have a talk and we're gonna like get to, like obviously Sabine's not that kind of woman. no, it's she's <laughs> definitely not that kind of girl. She's not that kind of girl. Um, so she goes like, all right, uh, then you should fucking let me go then, and he's like, no, uh, I believe you'll run, and she's like, I don't fucking. I mean, where we're in the middle of fucking desert. Omar's probably gonna rape me when I get back. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want that. I don't want any of that. But he also doesn't like believe anything she says. So, like, yeah. Um, oh. And it isn't until Sabine uses her animal talking powers to save which, the the refugees which? from a basilisk. She t- does. She talk to the basilisk. Yeah. Oh, she makes buds with him. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, he and this little tiny orphan demon boy are the only two people in the, in the, like, refugee camp that like her um, until she saves everybody. And then they're all like, oh, my God, you're our queen and you're Yay! amazing. Oh, my God. You're a little catty, but, like, well, you're just kind of quirky. Everyone just looks at her as though she's being quite, she's quite quirky and, like, but she's a fun-loving queen. Oh, and, my God. They don't, they don't take anything she says seriously. <laughs> when she, like, actively threatens bodily harm, they think she's joking. No. <laughs> And well, to be fair, she never follows through on it, but she is serious.
1: She's capable and she's serious. What does the basilisk sound like?
0: Um, they don't. They, we don't get that, but we just know oh. that she can talk to them and that they understand her and they're chill.
1: Um, I was hoping for some sort of like silly tongue-in-cheek like valley, well, kind of accent there,
0: yeah, that would be fun. There, there is a in the later books um there is a dragon who is a dragon shifter who has existed as a dragon for many many years he hasn't shifted back into his human form in like literal millennia um who's friends with the king of hell who's he whose book he appears in um and his favorite thing to do is watch uh soap operas okay um but uh he hasn't gotten a book yet but he will get a book in the future i'm certain um so that's great but yeah so so he's the one who like talks and stuff and he he he's fun but this basilisk does not talk and uh they eventually go through the portal and she agrees to give rides from after this point because she's like you're not fucking tying me up again and he's like okay fair (laughs) all right fair i'm fine i will allow it yeah uh and so he she agrees to give him six days and he's like why six days she's like i'm not gonna fucking tell you that and he's like okay (laughs) and she gives him six days because that's the amount of time she has left to live Without the poison, oh boy, uh huh. Um, and so they spend like five days in his in his Louisiana manor, which is great. Things go great, except for one hiccup in that her sister tries to rescue her at one point, and um, Sabine realizes that her sister is in danger and she just leaves to go help rescue her sister, and he takes that as she's running away. Yeah. always the miscommunication with the running away and it's always been like that the guy goes fucking absolutely fucking ape and shit he
1: goes feral and annoying and hyper like like yeah ooh. and like well
0: then fine i guess you're an evil woman and i'm just gonna have to oh break you to keep you you know like that kind of thing which is fucked Save up luckily this one only lasts like a handful of pages before he calms the fuck down and they actually talk they it's funny because they like they they he breaks up with her he goes he's like you know what i've been thinking about it and i hate that i become this person with you and i want to be a better i want to be the person i was and i want to be a good person and you don't make me a good person so you need to go damn he, he breaks up with her and she's like bitch you just break up with me do you me? and then it could have just been left at that huh it could have been left at that she leaves and she hunt down her sister and her sister they end up she ends up not being able to meet with her um and that's it she's not able to 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 find her sister again um and so she ends up just like sitting on a curb and crying because she can't help her sister and her boyfriend just broke up with her and she's in an unfamiliar city she's never spent time in the mortal world so she's just like i don't know what the fuck this place is i'm scared it's hot and sticky there's mosquitoes (laughs) <laughs> um, it's funny because it lasts like maybe 10 pages and then Rydstrom is like fuck I gotta find my lady oh, <laughs> I keep God. The, over there. That's the fastest turnaround of all time she points that out she like he finds her sitting and crying on the curb He's like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, oh he's like, I'm so sorry. And she's just like, she starts listing off all of the terrible things that have happened to her. And he's like, wow, she didn't even mention the fact that I just broke up with her. That fucking sucks. And then it just as he thinks that, she's like, and my boyfriend broke up with me. And he's like, Oh Hide. thank god. Oh thank god. Ew. Why is he? He's very, Why is he, he, he's very insecure he's very insecure about his bitch wife um and uh so so he's like he's like okay well to be fair it took me about 10 minutes before i was like i'll oh, fuck this and i went and found you so maybe chill out uh <laughs> i hate this guy <laughs> yeah and, like that's the thing is rystrom is 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 like a really good dude he also fucking bones <laughs> like he it does just things just sucks where it's like, oh well you're just a fucking hypocrite okay that's cool um and, and so they spend another, like, blissful couple of days together until, oh, God, he's about to confess. Um, His his, his brother comes over with the sword and is like, I got the sword for you. Uh-huh. And oh, he's like, fun. great, 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 great. And then he's like, hey, like, are you good? You seem kind of fucked up. And he's like, uh, ex- he explains the situation. And he explains that, like, she thinks that she's my wife and she's not. And I don't know how to untangle this mess. Um, and Katie's like, bro, 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 come up from me who has made some really fucked up mistakes. Can I just say you need to get out ahead of this? You just need to tell her and deal with it. Uh, but the longer you wait, the worse it's gonna get. And he's like, he's like, ah, yeah, you're right. So he goes up to tell her, and uh, he finds that she is bleeding out of all of her orifices. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is Cressley Cole. You can't leave a Cressley yeah. Cole
1: novel without some some sort of body for... Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, there's a lot of this. There's a lot of that in this book. Um, Omort does a lot of torturing. Um, Fun. Yeah, but she is dying because she's going through withdrawal. And essentially, what ends up happening is that they have to hunt down Nix, who then comes over and is like, ah, oh, this is what's going on. Um, and Nyx facilitates uh him because he he wants to he's like well if if omar is the only one who has this poison then i need to i need to i need to go to omar and get the poison and his brother's like you will fucking die (laughs) that is a suicide mission and he's like yep i know but she's not gonna fucking die so i gotta do what i gotta do um and sabine obviously is not down with that yeah i wouldn't be either but she hatches a plot. While she's actively dying, she keeps having heart attacks. She's she's dying a little bit more every time. God. Um, she goes, I have a fucking plan. Well, if he's gonna sacrifice himself and he's gonna take me to Omort anyway, I'm gonna get that fucking sword. So Nyx helps you. Well, first of all, she oh, crawls do out it of myself. bed. Like bloody, like tears oh, have come God. out of blood from her mouth. She crawls on her belly down to this armory to grab this sword. And Nyx catches her like just as she gets to the vault, It's like, You want some help? <laughs> <laughs> you want some help? I'll you help want you. some help with that? She's like, Here's the sword. And she's like, Thanks. Um, and uh, he doesn't realize that she has the sword, and um he goes to take her to Omort. And Omort reveals because he basically, the reason he can't know anything is because Omort will demand to look inside his brain the moment he gets there to know that, like, what plan are you hatching or whatever? He doesn't have a plan. He literally just wants to save her life. um. So she can't tell him that she has the sword. He right. just shows up and Omort gets there and he looks inside his mind. and He goes, hey, Sabine, I know you're dying and I'm going to, like, fix that real fast because I want you, um. but I don't care that you're, like, in terrible pain. But just so you know, um, your demon lied to you and you're not his wife. <laughs> Yep. Um, And she's like, what? Oh, that's right. Because he lied. Uh Yep. Yep, oh, and no. she didn't know, yep, yep. And that's what he was going to tell her. He was going to confess his sins. Um, and uh, he does this and 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 she's like, well, we'll deal with that later. Here's the sword, my husband, who's not my husband. And then he and Omar get into a big fight and he beheads him and he stays dead, which is good. But then Yay. she's still dying. And so they have to hunt down the poison lady who can save her life. And they do this. Um, and then my favorite scene in the whole book happens. He whisks her away up into what was once his chambers, but she has been living in for the past 500 years because oh, uh, right. she claimed them as his future mate. She was like, these are mine. And they're also the king's chambers. They're like the biggest. Um, he whisks her away. She's rapidly healing. And he goes, um, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I did this to you. I'm not, he feels fucking absolutely wretched because he's a good and honorable man. As yes, he should. Yeah, he feels terrible. Um, and And she's like crying and he's like oh fuck oh fuck i'm so sorry oh you're such a bitch and you're crying that's such a bad sign oh no <laughs> um and uh and it and um she goes i can't believe you would do this and he's like i baby i i i don't i i will spend like literally eternity making it up to you and she's like i'm i'm so proud of you are <laughs> you falling oh. over on me <laughs> it's <the> good <laughs> is the best way that come to of her of course now. she
1: would react <laughs> that way I'm over here thinking dang she's such a hypocrite cause she's been lying and she tortured him for three days mm-hmm. and then he was like fine mm-hmm. and then he was like fine I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna lie and then mm-hmm. he did mhm Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be bad and sad, and they'll no. just get over it. But then she turns out that she's just she like was,
0: I'm, she so was, proud. I'm so proud, of you. <laughs> it was so fucking choice, dude. I, that I is remember a that choice. so clearly. Reading that when I was thirteen, being like, "That was the fucking best." And reading it again, I was like, "This is the fucking best." <laughs> That's so good. That's so in character um but yeah so a couple of things that we don't really have time for but i want to mention here so he goes through like this whole like sexual awakening thing with her in that he has always you know he's never enjoyed sex he's he's slept with hundreds of demonesses hasn't enjoyed pretty much any of it um he needs to have sex to like release like his like pent-up rage it's like a thing all demons do they have to like have sex a lot or masturbate gross a lot. whatever okay fine But he's never enjoyed it. Um, And because he's believed firmly that he should be with like a good and virtuous woman and that he should behave a certain way. And the things that he wants secretly are wrong. Um, And what he wants is he is super fucking into bondage. (laughs) And he's also into like, he's not into dominance so much as he is into power play. Um, Okay. And so he wants to try to dominate her. Okay, but he wants her to kick his ass back. Oh, so in the end, he always wants to end up on top. But if she if she just submits, he's like, that fucking doesn't do anything for me at all. He's like, I want you to slap me, <laughs> like like he's that kind of guy, and he can't really admit that or any of he that. he Wants to fight. He wants to fight, and he wants to like do. He wants like to to do orgasm denial stuff. Like he's that's his thing. He wants um, the fight. He, he wants, wants the blood. He wants the blood um and so she's like she kind of like pulls that out of him and she's like all right i'm down like that's just how i am anyway bitch and he's like he's like fuck i love you <laughs> it's great it's, it's great Rydstrom's like turn is actually pretty fast he pretty much within like the first third of the book he's like oh oh i like i'm like really into her she's terrible but I need to have her. <laughs> and it's in I in that I really enjoy, honestly. Um but yeah, so uh so like, she's
1: got good flavor.
0: She's got she's so spicy and he loves the spice. He loves the spice about her. Um and that's and that's great. Uh I will say also, my life truly is a circle. As all lives are. Yeah. You wanna know How why? so please explain. A <clears> tropanic <throat> reading. From page 293 of To Kiss a Demon King. Mm -hmm. Kiss or Kiss of a Demon King. Mm -hmm. Shit. Okay. Where are you going this time? She asked. Hunting. Uh Uh-huh. With whom? Dorinda? She sounded like a scorned housewife. All she was missing was a cigarette stuck to her (laughs) bottom lip and a swollen (laughs) kid on her hip. God. He strapped his sword belt around his waist. That's right. You mean females are allowed to ride horses here? She blinked in feigned amazement. Can they touch weapons, too? Or will they be banished from the clan of the cave bear like Ayla? What the
1: fuck? fuck?
0: Oh, God! What? What? I don't... I don't... I don't... No! Put it back! That, Put it back! That slapped me across the
1: fucking face! God! I, I never, can't believe Clan of the Cave Bear got a shot out in a
0: Crestly Cole book! I, ex- what the I fuck expected is that? Mike Rowe in this. I expected Mike Rowe. I didn't expect Clan of the Cave Bear. uh I, that that reference meant less than nothing to me when I was 13. I had no fucking clue. Don't remember it at all. Made no impression. Um, it makes no impression on him any either because he doesn't know what she means. But I know, and I, the fact that Sabine <laughs> doesn't—that she, she read Clan <laughs> Sabine, okay, and we all just have to—we have to live with the fact that that is canon. Clan of the exists in this world. That. So, God, yeah, it was a fun little KOT nugget in there. Uh, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, cool. um There's also oh, did you tell V? <laughs> I didn't. I literally f- found that today. I was finishing up to, it up today, and I was like, "We'll have to point it out to her." Um, it was funny too because at the end there, I didn't realize there's some like really heavy-handed like weak stuff at the end of this. First of all, there's a extended bit about Nick's having sexual congress with Mike Rowe. And, uh, which we also, is a thing we just have to live with. She goes into detail about it. Um, and who, he is a real person. Just say that. Um, but also there is a series, um, by, uh, Gita Showalter, who is Cressicle's bestie. She, her writing bestie. Um, and I've mentioned her before. I've tried reading a couple of her books. They weren't my jam. Um, but she literally they exist canonically in the IAD universe. Because Mm -hmm. she goes, Nix, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm taking some time off. I'm going to Europe because I'm going to go investigate rumors of uh, something called this, like, Brotherhood of the Underworld. Um, So, that is is a thing. (laughs) And that's not bad, but uh, I was like, (laughs) I was like, oh, this is just a this is just a this is just a nod and a wink wink and a nudge nudge on top of a micro reference on top of a clan of the keeper <laughs> it's too much There's too, it's too much at the end of this like book which is entirely focused on edging <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end <laughs> and, and, I just... and what I love the epilogue of the book though Sabine doesn't change a fucking bit she's in love, love with her. him but she's still stealing from people. <laughs> her a bitch gets do What a bitch gonna do? Her subjects fucking love her. They think she's fantastic. But she she routinely like robs people who like she thinks are bad. So she'll like go. Oh my like, God. Yeah, she just goes on fun girl trips with her sister to rob people. <laughs> does her sister have a book? Uh, yes, she does. Her book is out. Her book is wild. Definitely, it's another road trip. It's it's that one is centered around the subplot of, um. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. I feel like I have. But there is a subplot beginning in probably the next book, I think, where people start to go missing. People in the lore start to go missing. They're being uh, captured and no one knows where they are. Uh, snatched. They got snatched. They get, they get snatched at the ends of the books and stuff. And um, that one, she is being held captive on this island with all of these other people um, by this, like, men in black style, like, human agency. And... Um, she, uh, she basically, um, has to escape with this man who has been hunting her for literally her entire life, mm-hmm. um, who is the person who she has been running from with, within this book. And like her, the sisters have been killed multiple times by the people hunting her from his people. Like it's a whole thing. It's very, 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 very angsty, hardcore enemies to, to lovers sort of situation. Childhood friends to enemies to lovers. And I know say that. They go to but hell that at loop. one point. Oh, open up a pocket dimension as one does it's a whole thing it's a whole thing he's a he's a he's basically the lore's equivalent of an angel oh all right and remember she's a sorcery so Sorceri. she's basically a witch slut yeah i love it yeah
1: Fun. i support the witch sluts
0: i also support the witch sluts so that's been that's been this huh once again
1: not the not the most uh dark Mm. whole novel that Mm. we've covered for sure Mm. Mm -mm. um of course she's still she's still giving me a wild ride with every book that she
0: has boy how does she do put me through the ringer she really do man she just really likes to hurt you she does, and it's and it's just the it's the high drama of it. It's constant; it never ends. Um, it's it's just is a nothing but intense drama, um, and uh, terrible men. Just one after the other, just a terrible man. She was kind of rough. Chris and Cole's brand care. terrible men and micro minis. Yep,
1: Sabine <laughs> was also rough. In this, in this Uh book, like, they were both bad.
0: They were both bad. They were both bad. Sabine, at least, is fun. Uh, Yeah, at least she has a personality. You should read this one just for shits and giggles. Um like i still can't believe the clan of the cave bear was mentioned fucking out of control that must right? have hurt you it's almost read. like this book was written specifically for me like she knew it, it was your knew. destiny to read this
1: book <laughs> it i swear was.
0: it was she wrote this book specifically for me i love my grow i hate clan of the cave bear <laughs> like i love a bitch like she knew that i would click on that link and this would change the course of my life forever. <laughs> that I would go on to write my own romance novels. My journey begins here.
1: <laughs> I, what was it like jumping from. I mean, I know fanfic is, you know, it, it, it can get raunchy. It can be like subtle, like depending on who the author is and yeah. whatnot. So, like, what was it like for a 13 year old you to go from. Fan fiction in Twilight and then jump to this.
0: Honestly, there I, I, I was good at self regulating. Like when something I felt like was too much for me, like I, I, I knew it was too much for me and I usually would put sure. it down. And I remembered I remembered reading it and finishing it and being like, whoa I think I need I think I'm not ready for those <laughs> 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 like I I didn't read another actual romance novel for for a while after that. I was like, oh I was like okay. Like, I I like these, but... I don't think I'm at this level yet, and I wonder if I had read something that wasn't so hardcore, <laughs> if I might have been more like, yeah, I can read a bunch of these, right? Like, I think I'm, <laughs> I think I might have started a little too, like I, I jumped into the pool the deep end, and I should have maybe okay. walked down the steps first. You got a
1: little bit, you got a little bit stuck.
0: Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, I mean, you pulled s- yourself
1: out eventually, but yeah. like, you got a little bit stuck.
0: Yeah, but you know, that being said, like I also. um I also ended up, like, rereading these, all of these books at the start of the pandemic, because I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, what was that? I was talking to Fred about it. I was like, what was that romance novel that I was like, that I was, I was obsessed with? And I was like, I wonder if I could read that again. And it just happened to be available in my library's, like, library app. Um, and then next thing I knew, I read all of iad books again um and because of that and reading a bunch of other romance novels and stuff I'm talking to you today right like how about that how about that um so you know it l- quite literally comes full circle um so yeah you know this definitely influenced like oh I was like oh this is what books can be you know <laughs> I was also like maybe I'm not quite ready for that yet but I'll get there and I did <laughs> um so and now you write your own. How about that? And now that? I write my own. And some of my characters are assholes, but they're not quite this yet, yet. Yeah. Just wait until we get to Felix. I'll give him a good old college Try. So that's it, though. That's that's it. the The episode that we've been, we've everything's been leading up to. <laughs> Hope it was satisfying.
1: I'm really interested uh, to what your what you're gonna choose for the soundbite preview? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: It's gonna have to be something that won't get me shadowbanned on Instagram again. <laughs> Although that might be permanent now. Who knows? <laughs> oh, guess we'll find out. You put "cunt" in enough of those sound bites, and eventually, Instagram Ooh. goes no, no. I mean, but I I shan't bow to the censors. I don't care if I get likes.
1: Just, just put it, just put that section where I'm talking about it, Steve Austin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. There we go. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right, plugables, do it.
1: Uh, go over to my imprint shop if you are interested in purchasing my art. I draw things sometimes. Imprinta.com/pageus p a g e h u e s you can also find me on my instagram handle at that same username p-a-g-e-h-u-e-s what am i gonna do
0: when i change my last name when i get married i mean you'll still be page hughes without the gh that's true yeah that's brand um yeah for my stuff i got lots of stuff happening currently what's your stuff i got a book coming out march 28th and then I that's the day before my-, my mom's birthday happy birthday mm-hmm. mom happy Birthday, mommy, you. um yeah so i i've got i've got books coming out are you constantly all the time um i'm on a little bit of a hiatus on the on the patreon right now because i'm writing book three um that being said there is as of well if you're listening to this on wednesday it's not up yet but as of this Saturday. There is a whole novella on there. Oh my um, goodness. Strike is going to be available to everybody. Damn. Um, it's nine chapters in an epilogue long. It's like 50k plus words. Um, it's, you know, about an elemental and a dragon. And it's cute as shit. Damn. It's cute as shit. Damn. Yes. And she's got an electric <laughs> pussy. <laughs> But you didn't hear that from me. <laughs> <laughs> quite lit- they quite literally heard it from you. What? No. Loving wasn't, was, wasn't me. Um me. Okay. So. There is that. So buy my book. It's coming out. March 28th. <laughs> it's got a huge bitch in it. Actually, I don't think she's that big of a bitch. But I think, you know, Cammy's got it. Cammy's very stressed. Um, and I love her.
1: She's not a bitch, she's just dealing with a
0: lot. She's dealing with a lot, and she's dealing with one very pushy man. <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't who who doesn't have all the facts, so he's a bit of an idiot. Um, he's he's he
1: just he just has feelings and 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 he wants to make decisions, but he can't make decisions because those decisions are not informed. And when he is informed, it's like oh, <laughs>
0: oh Yeah, he's like, fuck. Oh, I fucked up. Yes, there is grovel, Bad. And it's good.
1: Bad.
0: Uh, yeah, and there's a lot of good, like, family and pack dynamic shit, which just fun. Um, but yeah, so you can uh, Patreon up at patreon.com slash works by Abigail. Go read Abigail's yeah. stuff. Or hey, you know what would be nice? If you are new to the podcast and you like the podcast, you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I haven't asked for that in, like, a year, but <laughs> it would be cool if you could so other people can find it. Um and also we have a merch store i don't advertise that very much but i got some good fucking merch in there that's a werewolf juice merch choice um yeah that's about it I, I will continue to do stuff and things and what all so follow me on the social medias all the links are in the episode notes all right that's it we're done wow we exit the hole what? Until we next crawl, time, Presley. crawl back we crawl out of the hole that's been Back to the lights. getting deep. <laughs> Bleeding from every orifice like saying Oh God. Leaving a trail. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's it then. Binge, sing Na-na-na-na-na. us
1: <laughs> out. Na-na-na-na-na. <Na-na-na-na-na-na.
0: laughs> Bye, everybody oh a oh. kingdom of thirst is a member of the frolic podcast network find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media